I've given up trying to assimilate. Mm -hmm. I've got to get back to my own kind. Although... I have developed a greater appreciation for the female version of the human anatomy. Oh! Howard, you really are the worst. <laughs> Come on, let's watch David Letterman. Spider senses are starting to tingle. Just hang on to your lariat! Wonder what kind of a scene I'm getting into. And welcome to Behind the Panels, issue 149, the comic book show that's only one episode away from retirement. What could possibly go wrong? In this penultimate issue of Volume 1, The Walking Dead gets its own beer. It's a few quick opening sips, a really long second sip, a wildly inconsistent in its later gulps, but always finishes strong with a good taste in your mouth. Then it's Archie versus Sharknado, Cyborg, Wolf, and more in what we've been reading, plus... Our kick-ass pick of the week, Howard the Dark Max, the Mature Readers miniseries featuring the foulest of waterfowls. This is Behind the Panels. He didn't ask to come to this planet. It was an accident. Do you like to see what I see? He tried to make friends. Shoot to kill. To fit in with the crowd. I'm sorry, we don't allow pets on the premises. But this is obviously no place for an intelligent being. That's a duck, man. George Lucas presents Howard the Duck, a Willard Hike film, a Gloria Katz production, rated PG. Starts Friday, August 1st at Select Theatres. By the way, I'm Dave McVeigh. <laughs> Did I forget to do that? <laughs> you're, that's you're... Richard Gray, and that's Dave Long. Hello. <laughs> really, like, we're one episode away from the end of this volume, and, and I've forgotten how to panels again. Oh, man. It's game over, man. Game it, over. It, I'm leaving. Just, just, just quiet. We'll edit it back in. I'm Richard Gray. I'm Dave McVeigh. Game over, man. We're fucked. That sounds about right. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. <laughs> Ripley. Cool. Um, that's, that was obviously from uh, How, Howard the Duck, the, the movie. That's a duck, <laughs> man. Uh, it's funny how it's like August 1st coming out and we're like at the moment. <laughs> our, our final episode is going to be August the 1st. David, I'm going to ask you actually, because uh, we'll, we'll talk about this in a minute. I'm going to ask you to hit up the, the girl uh, from Impanema uh, in a moment. Uh, but uh, yeah, the Howard the Duck movie, as you said, came, came out on August 1st, 1986, I believe, which means that when we do our um, live show next week. That movie is exactly 29 years old. And that means I saw it 29 years ago at the cinema. Yeah. I wasn't even born. <laughs> You're old, man. I am. Uh, that's an old man. man. <laughs> I, I am going to do a bit of feedback. Uh, so, David, hit us up with the girl from... Oh, there you are. Hey, girl. Let me guess. It's all been? just people going, no! Pretty much. I'm going to sum up uh, most of the reactions with the, the, the Darth Vader section from... Uh, in fact, Matthew Katusiak posted that on our Facebook wall. I saw that, yes. Um, so, I'm going to read some of the feedback from... From Twitter, um, Jonathan Root says, A sad day uh, for geekdom, spider senses numbing. <laughs> best, best of luck on the ventures you're making time for. Thanks for the free entertainment. And we're not leaving you. Yeah, we, we're going we're gonna to make... Uh, <laughs> I should also point out that the Kapow comic book show, 
the the, the, yeah, the yeah. there. As soon as we made the announcement, started following me on Twitter, and started following the behind the battles again. I don't know what that's about. They're leaving! Yay! <laughs> we win. Um, Beth, 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 Beth. It's hard to say. Sorry, Beth. Uh, who goes by Beth, Beth, Beth zero one on Twitter? Um, ages ago, if you remember, listed us in her like top five mm. comic book podcast. Said, just so you know, I'll be holding my breath till the show returns, and honestly, I can hold my breath for one minute. Uh, um, but then I said that. Don't worry, we will actually be coming back. We fully intend on doing a volume, volume two one, next time. And one. she says, okay, then I'm taking back all my holding my breath till I turn blue threats off the table. Um, uh, Matt White, our good friend Matt White, Matt. said, uh, Snake Oz on Twitter, uh, said, behind the panel, sad face. And just what is it with pod- with a podcast not getting past 150? The other geek actually <laughs> podcast which retired at one fifty two. So that's some of the that's some of the uh, the comments I've had All right, there. Dave, geek actually has to go past one fifty. <laughs> I think we'll try for one fifty one. Or alternatively, I'm gonna throw it out there to the fans. You guys all write to me. This will be a feedback at geekactually.com. Should we renumber Geek Actually and just put it back into continuity? <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll throw that out to them. Let them know. Um, <laughs> e- 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 uh, Ian Bresh posted the the um, Indiana Jones melting face. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, on, on here as well Victor Dean Hampstead Always a great fan of ours And always a great friend of the show uh, Said sad day for podcasting everywhere Wow um, And uh, so that's that's off Twitter um, On Did you scroll uh, past all the ones that were like Finally, finally. <laughs> uh, Can't believe you're still going quiet. I, don't, I, I don't want them to know about those <laughs> ones with the, the uh, 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 And then Um <laughs> Uh, let me just see. Hang on a minute. Uh, the um, I'm gonna have a look on. Uh, we did get this piece Facebook. of feedback. I should play this. Hated it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and um, okay, we're gonna have a look. I've got on Facebook. There here was when one we posted email that was just someone farting for five minutes. <laughs> I, I don't know if it was good or bad. <laughs> uh, Joshua Larson said on Facebook, "No, Hope Geek actually has a long run then." <laughs> And uh, I actually replied to that one. So. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Witham said, my first podcast ever and still my favorite. My goodness, what a journey you guys have taken me on. Still only read one comic book, though. <laughs> <laughs> what a journey. <laughs> a journey of one. What was uh, the one fair, comic, To be though? fair, though, he, he read t- Arkham Asylum. Was that what he read? Which would have messed with his head. Yeah. So. Was that yeah. the one book he read? <laughs> that yeah. was the one book yeah. he read. If you're going to read one comic yeah. book, that's a hell of a comic that's book That's a hell to of a read. book to read. Um, <laughs> He's like, I only read Jonathan Hickman's Shield. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was news to uh, Nancy La, who said, uh, last reg- regular episode, what? Um, and then, uh, da, 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 and then we have a look. Okay, we actually had one more big bit of feedback, which was via our email address, which is <laughs> feedback at behindthepanels.net. This is, of course, from Mario Tot. Mario. Who, uh, who, another friend of the show, has always been to our live show. He has the subject heading, I heard the news today. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, he said, uh, first and foremost, and I'll just, because I haven't l- l- queued this up on the computer, I'll just ho- hold this up here. Uh, this was, of course, his initial reaction. Um, there you go. <laughs> God, that scene goes on forever. Uh, 
now I gotta get it to stop. <laughs> Where is Padme? Uh, Where is Padme? First of all, he says, I would be I would genuinely miss the shit out of you guys. Panels has been my favorite comic books podcast po- comics podcast for ages, and one of my very favorite shows overall. Thank you in advance for 150 highly entertaining and educational issues. Definitely been something I look forward to each week. Educational. Wow. That was inadvertent. We were in the wrong category <laughs> this whole time. I'm moving, yeah. I'm moving the show to education. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we might go further up the ranks there. Uh, it, That's uh, right. I'm a teacher. <laughs> I know it's a huge feedback cliche at this stage, but you guys got me back into buying and reading comics as an adult. Hope you guys can get the whole team together for some uh, one shots next year to review the slew of comic books coming out. All the best for continuing podcasts. See you at Good Games August 1st. Mario. Well, Mario, we have got some good news as well. Um, we're not actually We made the, the whole thing up as a publicity <laughs> stuff. No, 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 no. We, we, we just wanted to see how many people were listening. Uh, no, in actual fact, we are bringing, very clear, we're bringing volume one to an end um, with uh, 150. Uh, we won't, volume two won't start immediately. This is what's happening. Volume one will end with a live, ga- live game, live show at Good Games Hurstville. It could be a game. We'll just make a game of it. We'll play hopscotch. Let's, <laughs> we'll see what happens. It could be with some sort of crazy sort of lubricated version of Twister. Good I don't Lord, know. Where did that go? <laughs> That went out of control fast. (laughs) Things escalated quickly. Uh, That got fat. That got real fast. What's the line from Anchorman? Uh, Things escalated quickly. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we're doing the last... uh, Yeah, so the last uh, episode of Volume 1 will be live at Good Games Hurstville, 1st of August, 3 p.m., uh, looking forward to seeing some of you there. So if you hear this episode before then, which is probably only you get a couple of days to listen to it. I'm going to try and get this one up pretty fast. So Awesome source. Yeah. And then um, after that, though, you will see us at uh, – we'll do a series of specials, exactly as you suggested. Uh, we're going to be doing um, Oz Comic Con, Sydney. We'll be doing the Saturday show there. Return of the One Shot. Return of the One Shot. We'll do a couple of those. So there's a couple of other possibilities. We might be doing something – we've been talking to the guys, um, Ashfield Comic Conversation. We haven't uh, secured that yet. They're they are very interested in having us on board, but we're going to look at our schedules and things like that. But we will almost certainly be doing, and uh, we haven't actually discussed it with this Jamie with Jamie yet, but I'm I'm, I'm sure he will. Uh, so Jamie, surprise, surprise. <laughs> uh, but uh, we we're going to do a series of specials. We're going to do one on Halloween. Uh, we're probably going to be doing Batman along Halloween because that would w- what we would have done had we been going on anyway. Uh, we'll be doing something in November to to sort of its precursor to Star Wars because the Star Wars prequel comic comes out around then. We might look at some other Star Wars comics around that stage as well, like the old Marvel ones and anything else we want to talk about. Because mm. uh, I d- though we may have to leave Dave out for that one because he's not much of a Star Wars fan. <laughs> um, and, um, and Star Wars. <laughs> that was the mournful version. Of Star Wars. Star Wars. What if it's bad? Life is over. I I love it. Like you'll come out of uh, Force Awakens and be like positive. You're like Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. And then, but if it's really bad, we're like Star Wars. Even if it's the worst movie I've ever seen, I'm still just going to maintain that it was great. (laughs) It was great. It was really good. That's what I did with the Phantom Menace for the first five times I saw it. In JJ, I trust. In JJ, I trust. In JJ, I trust. We click our heels together three times, Um, and then. Then in December we'll probably do something uh, as sort of end of year award stuff as well. I'm going away um, overseas uh, in the last couple of weeks of December, but so that'll probably be mid December ish um, that we'll end up doing something. And by going that time. away, you mean just every session of Star Wars? 
Yeah. 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 Pretty much. I, I don't plan to. I'm going away too. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to engage with society during that, that period of time. So yeah, that that's what's happening then. So and then we'll probably do some specials coming back early next year as well. We know Deadpool movies coming out in February, so things like that. Uh, so we, we know there's a few things we want to cover. Um, and for and those then, who are worried that we're not going to be covering Fantastic Four on this show because we'll be finished. Mm. Uh, Geek uh, Actually. Geek Actually will be covering Fantastic Four. So we yes. will be covering Fantastic Four in some manner. We will be covering it. We will be talking about that movie. <laughs> Absolutely. That's fantastic. So until next week, let's get into some of the uh, what we've been reading. Yes. Well, looks like we got ourselves a reader. Read between the lines, bitch. We will. Um, wow, there were some just diverse books out this week. <laughs> I'm going to start because we we watched it for the first time. Well, it was my first time. I uh, sorry, it was my first time in ages. I haven't seen. I haven't seen Sharknado two or three, but I watched um, Archie vs. Uh, sorry, God, I watched Sharknado on Saturday night. Uh, we're recording this on Sunday. So last night, God, it's been a long day. I watched Sharknado um, 3 last night. Yeah, because my recording stuffed up. Oh, okay. So I had to record the next session that came on. So I right. haven't watched Sharknado the 3 tone, yet. The tone between, and we're talking about this like they're actually real movies and they're not, yeah. they're garbage. But uh, Sharknado, the tone between Sharknado 2 and 3 is completely different to the tone of Sharknado 1. Sharknado 1 was made like any other asylum mock, mock mm. buster where they're trying to mock, mock big blockbuster yeah. films. By the time you get to Sharknado 2, it's a parody. And it's a complete parody of itself, mm. which is funny in itself. But then Sharknado 3, they've just gone, ah, oh, screw it. <laughs> which, 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 is, which, if you're wondering why we're talking about Sharknado so much. Yeah, I'm thinking in my head, like, what? There is a reason. <laughs> There's a reason. Because this week, Archie versus Sharknado came out. I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm stoked by this. I didn't even have Archie. Is and Archie Veronica. running out of things to fight now? Like, <laughs> I'm going to press this button because I can't actually see my screen anymore. Archie and Veronica blush. There you go. Uh, I can't see my screen because I actually, I have some damage on my screen, oh, so I'm just screen, going by, yeah, in, yeah. I'm going by instinct <laughs> of where the buttons are. Um, yeah, look, this. This was a 50-page-long one-shot special. <laughs> it's a one-shot, which is nice, because all of their previous Versus books have, have been, been like four parts. Four issues. And they've still got, um, like, Archie versus Predator finished up this week as well, But I they've think. Got, currently got Archie versus uh, the Ramones. Oh, Archie meets the Ramones coming up soon, Ramones, yeah. Did they get a four-year-old to draw it? <laughs> Why didn't they do that? That would have been awesome. A four-year-old? Yeah, you know how like the other Sharknados are like barely movies. <laughs> like it would have been awesome if it was barely a drawing. You know, like, this book um, is funny <laughs> shit. Well, actually, I'm going to say in, in, to talk about the Sharknado graphics. Uh, uh, my my podcast Pillowfort co-host Amy described the Sharknado special effects as like like someone did like uh, it was they were done on a Commodore 64 by an eight-year-old. Oh yeah, it's like, like, yeah, pretty much like lawnmower man. Now, yeah. Can I, can <laughs> uh, speaking of those sort of uh, mock, you, mock you, mock you, busters, mock you busters, mock you busters. What do they call them? They're mock busters. Who are you going to watch? You know, yeah. <laughs> mock busters. That's what they're called. Um, mock there, you busters. There is, is my a new, new one that movie. they're starting to advertise on Foxtel right now. Just aired in America. You just created a word. <laughs> this is a very historical <laughs> thing. I've, I've, Final I've, panel yeah. studio show for the year, and you created a word. <laughs> mock um, you buster. The reason why I'm, we should talk about this as well is because. Dave, you're a fan. Mm. Um, Ralph Garman yes. is 
actually in about, lava lava nato or whatever which, it's called. Lava lantula. Yeah, lava it's actually lantula. Called, <laughs> with lava spewing spiders, giant spiders. What is it? Is it coming on Fox? It's coming on Fox. Yeah. The ads are now what's, showing. What's it called? It's with, um, lava lantula. It's with Steve Gutenberg. It's actually produced by. It's not the asylum people. This is produced by the people who produce Shark. Uh, uh, Shark HBO. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no stars. No, guys, it's Roger Corman. Oh, really? oh I, yeah. yeah okay. No, no kidding. I'm actually bringing year? up my Foxtel app so I can record I don't think this. I don't think there's a date yet. So oh, I think lava. this is coming soon. I looked it up last night. It wasn't Lava Lantula. Lava Lava Lantula. It's on next Saturday night, dude. I'm on no, sci-fi. I know what I'm doing next Saturday night. And record <laughs> <laughs> this is gripping radio people this is awesome radio. Lava Lancia has yeah. been scheduled to record it's got Steve Gutenberg in it, it as does. well it's yes. the goot it's the goot yeah but I, we should say that Sharknado 3 definitely. has the half okay. so I th- we should probably when talk about this be, comic book when is, when is there going to be a short circuit free that's that's seriously I love it so it comes back and it starts off in this post-apocalyptic wasteland and you see one glowing oh. red eye coming out of the waste that would like, be awesome Johnny Five is alive. <laughs> and then it comes I back. I thought they already it. did Short Circuit 3. Wasn't it called Chappie? Your move. Is Maybe. it called what? Chappie? Chappie. <laughs> and Wally. And Wally. Wally. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, anyway. Topical. I believe Archie released a book this Archie week. Archie versus Sharknado. Oh, it was Archie versus Short Circuit. That's the next one. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I will I will, I yeah. will. read the shit out Input. of that. Input. But we, the thing I've got to give Archie versus Sharknado, it is funny as hell. Um, it's really self-referential to the point that when they when Josie and the Pussycats are in there, oh, somebody actually says to the one of them says, uh, "Aren't you the girl who wrote the book about how to survive Sharknadoes?" Referencing Tara Reid, who played one of Josie and the Pussycats <laughs> in the movie. It's great, and for Jamie and JD. De jure means friendship. Uh, so, uh, and anybody and else book, who remembers book, that classic this film. This book actually has a moment where Sabrina comes out and goes, let me get rid of the sharks. A little bit of magic holds her arms out <laughs> and sharks bite both, both arms, arms off. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> it, it is a bloody book. It like, is it's, really bloody. It's, like, it's, it's, it's probably even bloodier than Afterlife with Archie. <laughs> it's as bloody who, as Archie who, who was survived at the end of it? Archie. But yeah, but like, did, did did Betty and Veronica die? And no, no, they survived. They survived, but a few spoilers. other people get. Um, oh, but, let's but we know Sabrina. Oh, goes. And the geek, the geek gets the girl. The finally. geek gets the girl. Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. So yeah. You're my hero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Weatherby. I wouldn't The complete opposite end of the spectrum is Power Up, which is an all ages book. Uh, I think it was out through uh, uh, Boom. Actually, boom. I think yeah. I think it's boom. And it's um, it was like the Boom Kids, a Boom Box, which is like their their kind of kids all ages sort of, um, and Kaboom, which is their their kids sort of line. It's really fun. It's it's about this girl who works in a. Um, a uh, convenience store is always running perpetually late for things, and then she gets um, hit by this, uh, you know, bolt of light and thinks she's developed powers, but isn't quite sure what's going on. And then is immediate, <laughs> immediately attacked by something. And we're kind of like, it's just just fun. It doesn't seem to, like it's going to have massive amounts of consequences, but it kind of feels like one of those. It feels like a Cartoon Network uh, show. So I don't know, IDW, oh, sorry, Boom rather. Do a lot of the IDW. Mm. Oh God, Boom do a lot of the Cartoon Network licenses. Uh, and and this- by the way, I'm David McVeigh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dave Longo. <laughs> you can Star be Richard- Wars. Import. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Anyway, Studio. so it's fun. All I'm going to say is Power Up is fun. I recommend it. A book that we all want to talk about is Fight Club 3. Dave, Dave go. <laughs> Holy crap. Did you guys read this? Yes. I did. Holy crap. It is a book. Holy crap. Holy crap. Holy yeah. crap. The ending of this issue. Yeah. 
The ending is brilliant, actually. Yeah. The, the, I think oh. this was actually the most linear of all the Fight Club so far. Have you noticed it, that? It's funny. It is the most linear, but it also has so many of these cutaways. And because it's dealing with, like, Durden and, and Sebastian mm. narratives almost simultaneously and having conversations with each other and, and they're act- interacting with different people as different people at different times, it, mm. it, it, it's not as linear as it No, what I mean by surface. linear is no, it's yeah. the most just panel-friendly comic books. There's not as many splash pages where mm. everything is half covered up. And what, no, this no, is, no, no, no. It looks like on the surface, this looks like you go, oh, they're reverting and back to a normal comic book format. But no, they're no. not. Yeah. And <laughs> you'll, you'll never look at a couch the same no. way. No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, I mean, what more can I say about Fight Club 2 that I haven't said on the previous episodes? Really? Well, it's like, true. I think, and it's getting stronger each issue. You, it's like, so. oh man, this is just my favorite comic book at the moment. Yeah, it's really good. It's it's unbelievable. Uh, I love this, the scene this where he tells his kid, "Don't read the Bible. You're not old enough yet. Yeah. You're not until you're 18." Yeah. And we'll come back to the Bible. Oh, that's in our so pick. great with yeah. the whole um, Moses um, walking through the desert. Wasn't that uh, and, wasn't yeah. that inspired? Where he says, "You walk long enough, the old ones die." Yes, off. yeah, because the slaves. Are the, yeah, yeah. This how, is, do you, uh, how do you breed? How do you breed a free people out of slaves? Yeah, you walk long enough until, until the previous the, generation, the previous generation dies. is gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's fantastic. Such, just there genius. are some really really great lines in this. I just I just love the like that that like three pages in they're doing like they, they managed to do an analysis of Joseph Campbell yeah. and and mentor figures. You know, it's just <laughs> it's amazing. It's an amazing book. And Chuck, there's also there's one if panel there'll be a, there. If there'll be a better book this year, I'll be surprised. Do you I go, really would be. I don't know if this is a maybe Fables, the last one that just came out. But That's I, true. N- none of us are up to date. With no, Fables, definitely so, not. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to ask. Uh, there's a there's a panel in it, so I don't know if it's a spoiler, where somebody's on the phone to somebody and says, "Yes, Mister." Is that a yeah, spoiler the, or is that just the, a nice little the, reference? This is something that I know about. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I should just say massive spoilers coming up now for okay. Fight Club Two. Massive spoilers, right? So if you don't want to know, skip skip to, about to turn 30 the volume seconds. down now. If you're in the car, you got thirty seconds. Yeah. So here it is. Chuck Polnick's ridden himself into Fight Club Two. I, f- I figured as much. Yeah. yeah. And um and yeah, this is something that I'm I'm can't wait to to see because um yeah. the Dark Tower Stephen King did it and uh, was done in Grand Morrison and Animal Man and because he talked about creating it's cool. That. Yeah. He talked about wanting to have a Stephen King esque larger mm. mythology yeah. behind this, and I that really I knew that would appeal to you. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know what he meant by that. Mm. I guess this is it. Yeah, this yeah. This, this issue has a line in there where it's yes, Mister Polonik. But yeah. it's hard to know what capacity he's going to like do yeah. it. There, you know, I don't know if it'll literally be. A and that was just a bombshell. I had to sit there and look at the page for a few minutes. Yeah, to kind of yeah. not what he meant by that. Yeah. Whether he was just you know gave one of the characters his name or yeah. whether it was. No, I think him. I, I read an article about it where it was like he he said he was putting himself. That's into it. Amazing. Okay, so and the end, but uh, we, I don't want to spoil the end. We the won't issue. spoil the ending. We'll spo- yeah. That was a good spoiler to spoil. Yes, because it's, yeah. it's it's Cause a, it's, it's a fun it's thing a to play thing. with. Yeah, and we don't know where it's going yet. Exactly. So, yeah. um, okay, end of spoilers for Fight Club mm-hmm. Three now. <laughs> yeah. uh, Fight Club Two. Deep, Fight Club Two. Rather good. Uh, Fight Club Two number three. Yes. Um, <laughs> the, That's a headache. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Fight Club Two number four. Next, just just next collect month. it and we just call it Fight Club Two. Um, Cyborg number one came out. That was the I think that's the last of the new wave of DC, the new DCU uh, universe stuff right, that's coming right. out now. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I just never thought Cyborg was a compelling enough character to have his own book. Which is kind of the problem. Yeah. You know? He was always a good yeah. member of a team, but I thought, oh, he was never really compelling the, enough. The father stuff is good. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of, like, father-son stuff in there, which he kind of got in that 
uh, Teen Titans Earth One that we did a while back uh, that none of us remember doing. No, and you also get you also, <laughs> <laughs> you also get it in the uh, Fate of Atlantis movie as well. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Where he's first created, which I think is going to be a big thing that they play up with with Cyborg and the film and mm. Cyborg and the Justice League that the whole father issues, which makes him an interesting character. But you're on the money; he's more interesting in a team. Yes, mm. uh, they all are. But he really only works as part of the team because he is kind of, ironically, the most human mm. of them because he's got these human frailties, even though he's like half machine. Mm. I, I so. was. I have a quick question because um, I'm kind of stumped now because I haven't really read anything DC since uh, <coughs> Convergence ended. Right. Um, I've only read Section Eight. Yep. And uh, I was looking at the st- in the store yesterday, and I'm, I'm kind of like. How do I get back into DC? Okay. Like, what are, what are the read, titles read to Justice League, dude? Justice I caught League. up on Justice League. Justice ending, League or, right? J- wow. or JLA? <laughs> no, no, Justice League. No, no, J- JLA I wouldn't bother with too much because it's just kind of like a continuity. It seems to be like a continuity free. Um, just just go with it, Justice okay. League's thing. So they can they can which can be fun. It's just but- fun, but they're telling stories that they can't necessarily tell in the in Johns's big you know Justice League arc sure. that he's been building yeah. up for forever. You know, uh, the main Justice League book. Is phenomenal. It's mm. a ten out of ten book the last couple of months. Like the, the dark side, the dark side war is amazing, and, and, it's, and it starts too. with the free comic book day, that divergence thing. Divergence. Oh, okay, yeah. sure. Wonder and Story, there's only been that and then go on. two issues, I think, yes. since then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Easy. So it's it's really good. I'd recommend that. I would recommend uh, Harley reading Quinn and Power Girl. Harley Quinn, Power Girl. Yeah, I'd recommend <laughs> reading uh, Prez. Is is fun. Prez is fun. Yeah. Uh, Doctor Fate is great. It's only two issues in. Okay. Um. Uh, doomed. Uh, almost all those new ones. Doomed is good, uh, as you know. Section eight is wonderful. Mm. Um, uh, Green Arrow has gotten better. Green Arrow has gotten a lot more interesting, but I'm not quite sure. I wouldn't recommend it yet, but it's 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 a, it's a really uh, interesting tone to it now. Um, pretty much any of the new ones that came out in the last month, I don't think there's one I didn't like, except for. Um, uh, the the Red Hood Arsenal one, and you didn't like you weren't too keen on Starfire, and I wasn't too keen on Starfire, <laughs> which I but, think has actually gotten but better. But that's more it's of a third issue thing. in now, and I think okay. it's actually gotten better now. But one of the ones that I really liked from the I liked I liked the first issue, but didn't love it yet because the the, the, the tail end of the first issue of We Are Robin really intrigued me, and 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 issue two, which came out this week, really delivered on what the first one promised, mm. and it's a really gritty street based book. That which has so many surprises. He suddenly reveals there's all this machination going on behind these street kids. And you think, oh, that's interesting. That's really interesting. So suddenly there's this conspiracy going on behind it. So it's kind of like taking the best bits of the movement mm. and the best bits of um, some of the other street books. It kind of delivers on the promise of what we never really got with Harper Row from yeah, uh, Batman, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's, it's sort of that that kind of... Is Harper Row in? in no, it? she's not, okay. but it's kind of where I wanted her story to go, yeah. this kind of goes. What what happened with Harper Row? They, they, they just kind of forgot just about her. her. Yeah. She was always the book after each event. And yeah. then they I'm, just so, I'm so confused by Batman at the moment, though. I've know. stopped reading Batman I, at the moment. I'm waiting till Bruce Wayne comes yeah. back and then I'll catch up with it again. But he kind of is, if you've been reading it. <laughs> oh, so yeah. it's like, but not really. Because like, I, I, I do, <laughs> I do kind of want to jump back in and read Endgame. And just get up to date with, with actually, everything Batman. Can I say um, that the, the new Batman is actually really good? Like, I, I like the story, yeah, but like, it's just not Batman, you know? It's, yeah, it's I'm, just, I'm just very confused. I look at the covers and I don't know what, what, what this is. It doesn't look like a Batman. 
don't know. It, it is. It's odd. But the thing is, I mean, you know, Batman, you know, Grant Morrison, as Grant Morrison would say, Batman's continually evolving. This is just isn't Bruce Wayne Batman. This is mm. somebody else donning the mantle. And we we know Bruce Wayne will be back. Like, they can't yeah. have a yeah. non-Bruce Wayne Batman for too long. You know, it's, it's just the way. This could last for a year, and it probably will, given that it's Snyder. Mm. Um, but, you know, I'm kind of digging on it. I'm kind of digging on a different mm. story because we've got – Bruce yeah, Wayne still going over. I keep hearing, hearing that from books. a lot of people. Like that, yeah. it's very good. It's like really worth reading. Speaking so. of Grant Morrison, did you guys see Grant Morrison's um, comment this week about the Batman versus Superman trailer? No. Oh, very interesting. He was actually talking about Wonder Woman. Is this Wonder Woman? Yeah. 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 I did read this. You read this? Yeah. Um, because basically Gal Gadot was saying how, you know, it's good to have an empowered woman and blah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah. Grant Morrison actually came out and made a statement about this and said that he disagreed. Um, and I've actually got the quote here. Please. Yeah. Yeah. He actually says, um, I can't do his voice, but he's, uh, he, says, <laughs> uh, he says, the warrior woman thing is not what Marston wanted. This is the creator mm. of Wonder Woman. He actually said uh, that's not what he wanted at all. His original concept for Wonder Woman was an answer to comics that yes. he thought were filled with images of blood-curdling masculinity yep. and you see the latest shots of Gal Gadot in the costume and it's all sword and shield and her snarling at the camera. Marston's Diana Prince, the character's real name, was a doctor, a healer, and a scientist. Yes. He then goes on to say, what would a society of immortal women, uh, of immortal women that's been around for 7,000 years have done? I did read this. I did read they this. They wouldn't yeah, still yeah, yeah. be chopping men's heads off. They've got art and architecture and philosophy yes. and poetry and it's got nothing to do with men. <laughs> I did read this and by pure coincidence I watched the back half of that documentary I was talking about a couple of weeks ago and they were talking about the introduction of Wonder Woman and that was exactly it. It, was, it, it, it struck yeah. me because they're talking about her being exactly an antidote to, to, to blood and violence, an antidote to the, the boy's own adventure. That doesn't mean she can't be strong. No, but it just... Her yeah. answer wouldn't be violence. Her answer, yeah, no, exactly. She was, she was an intellectual. She was, mm. yeah. And Once again, Grant Morrison just... To, hammers it on the head. To, like, to, to me, the, the biggest crime of that is not even that. It's this that it's Batman versus Superman and there are two quick shots of her in costume. Snarling. Without context. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's just it's just basically superhero porn. It's like, look, you know? we got, it's, like, it's, <laughs> you like, it's almost like the trailer's going, look, we got a girl. But <laughs> but what did we expect from Snack? Scott Snyder, yeah. You know, Zack Snyder. Zack, sorry, Zack Snack. Snyder. Snack. Desperation <laughs> is the devil's curse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I right. just thought, sorry, I heard Grant Morrison. I thought I had to remember that. No, because, that, yeah. that's good. You know, that's a really, really good comment on. Then <laughs> you're right. I mean, the thing is, we haven't seen the movie yet, but no. exactly how I felt about it. But the what makes yeah. what really gives me hope for guys is Wonder Woman Earth One, which is what yeah. he's writing. God, oh, I can't oh, wait man. to read it. So talk about anticipated comic books. Yeah, just on Grant Morrison quickly because I, I didn't see it's in the list here on the show notes. Um. Did any of you guys read E for Extinction number two or have you been reading that one? No, I haven't. I'm a little bit behind on uh, some of the Secret Wars stuff. Oh, I'm going to keep catch up on it after I've read all the before Watchmen. No, I'll, just, <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just briefly say because it's like my favorite book uh, of all the tie-ins yeah. for Secret Wars. And it's because that's it's, a big call after Yeah, well, this, this is because it's a continuation of Grant Morrison's right, um, right. Uh, new X-Men run. Mm. Not the end of it, but the first arc. Yes. And um, I only yeah, read the and, first issue of that and it was really and, good. And uh, Chris, yeah. Bur- Chris Burnham is <gasps> writing it. And it, uh, it's one of his protege artists doing the art, so oh, okay. it looks exactly like Chris Burnham art. I thought it was yeah. Chris Burnham art. Yeah, it, it, wow. looks, it looks that close to it, and it's wow. insane. It's an insanely good good book, and especially because we're talking about like you know the comics that we love and the characters we love, and how they're not those characters anymore. Mm. It's real. It's why I love this so much. Is like this is the X Men. Yeah, like we're just we've just gone back into the X Men, and you kind of really get this startling like 
that's what they used to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you, you're seeing Scott and Emma and... Well, you, you know, know how I feel about the X-Men yeah. right now, so I'm going to read that book. Which is what I think, yeah. you know, when, when we re- when we not reboot in, in <laughs> at the end of uh, in, in October, hopefully there will be some semblance of that mm. X-Men we love. Yeah. Because I was thinking back to, and I've, I've been, you know, a little reflective on all of our past shows. I was listening to the, the Chris Claremont stuff and all that stuff we did and I'm thinking... That's X Men. You're right. There's this golden age of X Men, and then in the Grant Morrison uh, uh, E for Extinction, it's yeah, it's magnificent. It's magnificent. The whole Grant Morrison run. If you're listening and you haven't read, it's an it's an amazing comic book that stands alone too. Like and you can you're, get you're looking for an introduction to the X Men. It's perfect. It if you're is. looking for just a great X Men story, it's also perfect. It's I couldn't agree yeah. more. But on the topic of Secret Wars, the one I did read this week was Star-Lord and Kitty Pride number one. Yep. And I thought 1872 was one of my favourites. I thought, <laughs> yeah. this is it's, really it's good. good. Yeah, this really is, good. It's a love story, but it's like, because it's, it's, the, it's the actual Peter Quill. It's our Peter Quill. Right. Uh, because he's one of the few survivors. Uh, he survived in the arc that Reed built. I read, I read that, yes. So um, he's now a singer in a nightclub uh, <laughs> because he was in a band when he was on yeah. Earth. So he's now a singer in a nightclub. As, as Steve um, Rogers. As Stevie Rogers, yeah. Because he <laughs> couldn't think of a better And name. Drax <laughs> has got, that version of Drax has got this massive pompadour hairstyle and he's like the club <laughs> manager. And, but he's still kind of, and he's singing Disney songs because for the movies because no one in that world has heard of them so they think he's a musical genius <laughs> and uh but he's pining for kitty and that world that realm's version of kitty pride turns up and uh, but she seems she's a spy she's a double agent for uh doom world and um you know for, for doom guard rather mm. and for the love of doom for the love of doom <laughs> so he sees her and he, he's been pining for her and he instantly goes over and kisses her and she slaps him and it kind of goes from there and it's it's just such a fun book and it, again it's like that kind of reminding of what we love about yeah. those characters but it is in a completely different context Secret Wars so, can't do any wrong like, uh, seriously I disagree like, I think there are a few books that have been patchy as hell for me but there's been a lot of like like it, the good of it has outweighed the bad yeah. uh, on, on balance of it I think. can I just mention one other thing I've been reading this more week more than Convergence I'll just mention one other thing I've been reading this week, which is not on your list, which is uh, I've been catching up on Bloom County because we talked about last week. Yeah, yeah, Berkeley yeah. Berkeley yeah. Breath of the Comeback with Bloom County 2015, which you can see on Facebook if you follow him and his, his new issues. You can actually get, if you aren't unfamiliar with uh, Berkeley Breathed's work, IDW actually released the complete Bloom County. Um, they released it in print as five volumes over the decade that he did the, the run. And on digital, you can get it in nine volumes. Mm-hmm. And this is every... Every strip produced, not like the collections which actually had stuff missing. Yeah. So this is every strip released. I mean, it's one strip per page. Oh, fantastic. So, so That's so a massive book. One strip per page. And it's fa- it is so freaking funny. I will funny. get that. I've so never heard of it until Oh man. No, you it did. is funny. It is it, really it, funny. It had been printed for twenty five years. No, so. if you want to be if you want a snapshot of the eighties. This is a yeah. snapshot of the eighties. Can I? And I want to give a <laughs> shout out to one book before we move on, uh, which is by Australian uh, writer and artist Darren Close. Mm. Um, and I, I got the book in the mail this week. It was a book he did for Twenty Four Hour Comic Challenge. We had to oh, okay. to write, print, write, draw, print, and release. Uh, you know, or write, draw, and 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 bind a a comic in twenty four hours. You know, one of those challenges. Right. And then I pre ordered a copy of it. It's called Stri- the reason I, I pre ordered a copy about it. One is he's the guy that does Killer Roo. Um, to uh, it's a book about depression, 
uh, which is obviously a subject near and dear to my heart, um, as much as a subject like that can be near and dear to one's heart. But I picked it up, I got, got it ordered, and think I got it arrived, and it was it was numbered like they numbered out of two hundred or whatever it was. I got number sixty nine. I don't know if that was intentional, Darren, but thank you, dude. Uh, sixty nine, <laughs> dude. Um, no way, <laughs> way. Uh, but great book, and it's actually got. Um, him, he's written himself into it. Speaking of people writing himself into it, having a conversation with Killer Roo, who's like challenging him, saying, well, "Why don't you draw your own comics anymore?" And he goes, "Well, I'm doing this art." And he goes, "Yeah, big deal, twenty four hour comic." And he goes, "Well, I'm afraid. What if people don't like my art?" And so it's kind of like this 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 artist and writer having a conversation with himself, dealing with the issues of depression and I and anxiety and and, and fear. And I think great little great book, great book. I don't know if you can still get it, but go check out. It's called Struggle. Uh, go check out Darren Close's website and stuff like that. I'll put the link in the show notes for you because cool. um, I forgot to include it in the, what we've been reading, but I had it sitting on my desk just before I left and I, I had to remind myself to mention it. So big shout out to that. So really enjoyed it. Um, should we do some of the headlines that constitute news and call them the news headlines? Why not? Okay. Brian Singer has teased a crossover between the X-Men and Fantastic Four franchises. Of course, Fantastic Four has to come out first. Yeah, yeah. you think so, yeah. Marvel officially announced Spidey, a new (laughs) all-ages comic from Robbie Thompson and artist Nick Bradshaw. Uh, Robbie Thompson does Silk. I'd read the hell out of that. Um, Axel Alonso, who's the editor-in-chief at Marvel, has confirmed a Black Panther comic will be coming out as part of Marvel's Not Reboot. (laughs) Arrow adds Star Trek Voyager star Jerry Ryan as Jessica Danforth in the season four episode The Candidate. The show will also see Jimmy Akinbola as... Baron Blitzkrieg, although Yabal. he will not be a Nazi. Oh, nice. Hogan! <laughs> uh, Michael Chiklis will join the second season of Gotham as a series regular, playing Gotham City Police Department Captain Nathaniel Barnes. Emmy-nominated Swedish cinematographer Martin Algren, recently of House of Cards fame, has been brought on board for the second season of Netflix's Daredevil. Dead, well, House of Cards was beautifully Ooh. shot, so that's great. Uh, the Walking Dead will get its own official beer as Terrapin brews a red India pale ale with, wait for it, blood orange peel. And you know me. You know I like my beer. I drink I, the hell out of that. I don't know if I would, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's it for the news headlines. Well, that so was very short news. That was, not a lot happened this week. And um, I'm, we're down one Dave temporarily. Oh, he's back. Oh, he's, he's back. Hello. Hello, Dave. Hello. I made a tea. <laughs> <laughs> that was clever of you. I had to I had to work during those news headlines. You were off making tea. Um, Could have made me one while you were at it. <laughs> oh, There's barely enough water for this one cup, actually. <laughs> so, uh, Kittens, you want to do uh, this pick that we did? Oh, yeah. Oh, I suppose so. It was a little bit of fun, wasn't it? Well, see how you like this. What is it, Batman? Whatever it is, it's, it's awfully funny. <laughs> It's the pick of the week. Scathing, timely, and even sexy, Howard the Duck was one of the most acclaimed titles of the 1970s, featuring biting social satire and incisive characterization. Now, Max presents the return of Howard and his girlfriend Beverly, as written by their creator, Steve Gerber. Reproduced from the pencil art, of Phil Winslade. Just as the original series dealt with the important matters of the day, the new Howard tackles the big issues, from the scourge of boy bands to God himself. This is no nostalgia trip. This is Howard the Duck 
for mature readers. This is Howard the Duck, Max. Let's just say right from the get-go that this is not a children's book. No, no. <laughs> and some of the concepts from this point forward on the show may be a little adult. The following section of Behind the Panels <laughs> is suggested for mature listeners only. Uh, it's actually funny because it's called How the Dark, but for the majority of this book, he's a mouse. True. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, this, yeah, it sort of picks up. It's got Beverly in it. Uh, who, who, who you know from the film. <laughs> um, it picks up at some point, you know, after an adventure, you know, they had at some stage in the past, like all their adventures. And they've ended up destitute. And they've ended up completely destitute. They're living in a junkyard uh, as a security guard. And <laughs> Beverly's ex-boyfriend, uh, Bong, uh, who who, thinks, who, no, ex-husband. Ex-husband, sorry. Ex-husband. ex-husband uh, has a, who's basically got a bell on his head. And a clapper for <laughs> And a clapper for the bell, which hence the bong. <laughs> and no one ever gets his name right. It's always bang or bing or something like that. Is <laughs> is like stalking her, basically. And lures and wants to get Howard out of the picture, lures them to this chemical thing. And in a parody of, you know, every comic book thing. <laughs> we should say from the start, this, this parody, so many comics, it's not funny. Um, he falls into this vat of chemicals. And, and I have a quote from the book for this. Oh, yes. So a quote from the book from this is Beverly actually says, dripping with protein and abandoned on a boiler room floor. I'm reliving my sophomore year at college. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And, and you should, and you know, the tone is set very early on in the first issue when uh, the company she works for takes a whole lot of men into a um, <laughs> into a, into a testing room. They all sit down, drop their pants, and these giant phallic things come out of metal phalluses come out of their crotches to test something. I think it's their reaction to yeah. It, to goes, around, it goes around their penis. Yeah. And as they look at the boy band images, it's that's see, right. It's that's to right. See whether or not they get erections. And how 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 it quickly <laughs> latches onto the fact that they've released an album and they still haven't chosen the boy band <laughs> yet. And ultimately what happens is- It sounds is, a little like, like the Friday girl, doesn't yeah, it? They find out that they're clones and this is just the really early thing. And as he's uncovering <laughs> this plot, he gets thrown into a vat of chemicals and that scrambles up his DNA and he turns into Howard the Mouse uh, from the majority of the season. But he switches around a little bit <laughs> in there as well throughout this thing. And then in the second issue, there's a, it, it changes when he gets into the show. And this is probably one of the most mature- uh, One of the funniest panels. I've got that page screenshot yeah. as well. <laughs> Sorry. Um, where he's getting into the shower with a very curvaceous Beverly. Um, we must point out this nudity at this point. Oh, so we know it's a mature reader's book at this point. And uh, because of whether it's the water or his excitement levels, he turns into an anteater. And his snout his is... Snout is into, well, I'll, I'll give you the dialogue and let, leave it up to your imagination. <laughs> Howard, what? Oh, my God. It just grew there. I didn't. I've turned into an anteater, haven't I? <laughs> I don't think I can answer until you move your snout. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, put that into context. Think about how tall Howard is. Yeah. <laughs> and then he turns into some kind of largemouth basilope. Uh, and then, and, and then surf and turf. Yes. Uh, which is which is a, 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 it looks, a, like a, a sh- it looks like a lobster, lobster with, with the head a, of a cow. With a head- <laughs> And then back to a mouse, the majority of it. Take off on a series of adventures. Oh, he turns into a unicorn as well. That's right. Uh, goes off on a series of adventures after that. He gets Bong accuses them of being terrorists. They go on the run. 
But ultimately, that leads on a journey that's not only a parody of every Vertigo book yeah. that's out there, and that really that sort of comes out of nowhere. But it just that they sort of introduce a see if this sounds familiar, comic book readers, a a union of the devil and an angel <laughs> who was who was heading straight towards Earth and was going to inhabit somebody. And the, the cherubs are trying to find find him. behind him and stop it. What do they they send after him? The the saint of therapy. Yes, <laughs> yeah. It's basically Sigmund saint, Freud. Sigmund Freud. Yeah. Uh, so it's a straight up parody of Preacher. So they got that happening there. And God's gone missing. He's on a bender. Mm-hmm. But there is also a gonzo journalist yes. named somebody Gamora. I can't remember what his name is. <laughs> who's, who's, who's obviously very clearly spider Jerusalem for Transmetropolitan. Plus, there's also, they end up in a house of mystery, which is not only. Was that House of Blunders? What's house it, of Blunders. Is that what it's yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is not only a parody of Constantine. They meet Death and uh, <laughs> yeah, Sandman, Sandman. Yeah, yeah. From, from Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Sandman as well. So pretty much every. Vertigo. Keeping in mind, this is Marvel's mature reading line. Reader exactly. Line. They they're completely parodying uh, DC's mature readers line in Vertigo. So uh, to give you an idea of the parody level of this, this is actually an exchange of dialogue between Bong and <laughs> and Howard, where Howard, well, Bong says, "Howard, you're still alive, my old friend." And see if this sounds familiar to you, uh, listeners. Most of you are Star Trek fans, I'm sure. He says, <laughs> "Still, old friend, you've managed to torch, explode, and dissolve just about everybody else, but you keep on." Missing the one who you want you you want to die. Will you please come down and kill me? Yeah. <laughs> and then isn't that later with one of the angels is like, I cannot do that. <laughs> I cannot mess it's with like, the I'm an angel, physics. not a physicist. Well, that, that <laughs> scene's ended with him going, Bong. <laughs> <laughs> No, this is this is, and you said this. Yeah, and there's a crack t- towards like um, Enterprise, right? Isn't there? Where, oh yeah, Scott Bakula. Like, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Why did they put Scott Bakula in that show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and you said this to me best on the way over here, David. It's like yeah, the '70s had some great parody stuff, and he was, uh, you know, was quite sharp in his day, but it was a bit of a joke, and you know, they changed the character over the years, and then there was the '86 movie, which made him sort of almost um, almost killed him, basically, persona non grata at Marvel for the longest time. <laughs> Bringing him back in this format in a mature reader's line. This is where he was supposed, supposed to, be. to be. But you know? funnily enough, like what they did with him afterwards, they, they haven't done a lot with him. There was a 2007 miniseries, which is a very different tone. And there's the current one, which is written by Chip Zdarsky, which is really, really funny. It's not a mature reader's line, but it's got a lot of you know nudge, nudge, wink, wink. I don't to think it. Marvel has a mature reader's line at the moment, do they? I don't. They, no, they still do. So they did Fury Max in the last couple of years, didn't they? Yeah, I'm they? talking about now mm. though. At the moment, I don't think there is. No, but actually. it was like fairly recent. Mm. Like, and but I don't know. I don't think they have a. Yeah, you're right. I don't think they have. They need it. They need a Marvel Knights or a Max or they don't have one. Yeah, you know, it's like it's, it's just, a shame. just pushed aside. So at least, at least DC still, in fact, revitalized Vertigo in the last couple of years. But this was at the height of Max. This is around the same time that Alias was Alias coming, came coming out. out. Yeah, yeah, so this is uh, this is when they couldn't do any wrong, really. And I think Punisher Max came out not long after this, as well, this as well. And yeah. the Born, which is the Punisher prequel yes. story, which is a six-issue yep. miniseries. So all these coming. This book is funny as hell. When we're getting into the straight preacher stuff, when he goes and meets <laughs> God. Uh, who's having, was it a tripolar disorder? The tripolar disorder <laughs> with the son, the son, the father, and the Holy, Holy Ghost. Ghost. And the Holy Ghost. All lined just, up at the bar. This is the guy with a sheet over his head. like a Halloween ghost and, costume. And, and the son, Jesus, is sitting there going, I've died for their sins. Yeah. Well, how yeah. much more do I have to do for you, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> so this whole like religion is a corporate machine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I really like a, you know this is Steve very Gibbs. intelligent stuff. It, it, it's the really last, intelligent, but also like he never issues. sort of commits to it. He sort of goes, "Yeah, all religions are bullshit." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
The last uh, two pages. The last two issues, yeah. oh, last two issues, which is basically Howard talking to God, mm. is just Phenomenal. staggering. It's staggering yeah. writing because, I mean, the concept is that, you know, a particular intersection in Brooklyn is hell. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> they're, just, they're in a, a bar in Brooklyn and then they walk down the street and God's just laying it out. It's like, mm. you know, I was hired to create the universe. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, I'm just one of many. Other people are creating other universes out there. And it's like, you think, as I said to you last week when we actually said we were going to do this book, this book is guaranteed to offend everybody in some way way because it is just rough around the edges but at the same time Gerber's writing is incredibly strong yes mm. not all of his gags work but when they do they really work yeah. I mean come on the dancing guy going, yes I'm worthless it's brilliant and this, is, this is where it gets so much like uh, you know you know the, the the books that are like you know from, from say uh, Garth Ennis or or Warren Ellis or, uh, or any or any of the people that it's parodying. It does these amazing non sequiturs <laughs> of these characters that would not make sense in any other context. Yeah, like you think of anybody that's in in the you know the, who are apart from the main characters who are in Preacher mm. who were just utterly ridiculous like Arseface or something <laughs> like that. You think of. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you think of someone like uh, in in uh, you know in 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 any anybody in Transmetropolitan mm. who's you know the, the peripheral characters yeah. or uh, you know just the, just the way Ennis writes or in Section Eight uh, or, yes. or the Hitman yeah. uh, you know just the way he writes a character <laughs> that can just be a gag and completely ridiculous and be completely visceral for that scene and you never need to worry about them again mm-hmm. but has 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 the guts. Uh, to just go, yeah, okay, I'm just dropping this in. Well, See the, how it lands. The entire sequence you know. in the House of what was it again? The House of Blunders. I think it's the House of Blunders. That, that entire that sequence, feel right. which, I think which that's wrong. spans over, I think, two issues as well, or an issue and a half, mm. is just nothing but throwaways. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like the, here's one, here's one. If you catch it, you catch it. If you don't, yeah. you haven't read that comic. But I think, oh, I think every yeah. room. What is it when they wake up? Like. They wake up in in the hotel in the middle of the night and it's all changed. <laughs> and how it's like I didn't think this was a gang neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I like think that she, Beverly they, they can wish for anything they want. He wishes to be a duck again, so she wishes for a Neanderthal <laughs> man to come and have sex with Angola. her. Angola. <laughs> and there's this one. Friend. I mean, like when he wishes to be a duck again, he yeah. takes it too literally, and he turns into like a, a, a duck, like a mallard <laughs> duck. You know, just, you get panels like this where the, <laughs> she's, yeah. she's just exhausted. Because you've been having sex all night with the yeah. egg. <laughs> <laughs> it's and that's right. They go out and there's just there's bananas everywhere and 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 gorilla gorilla <laughs> fighters. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's, and and that's when they introduce right. like is, it, yeah. is this a stage play of Evita that we've walked out on? <laughs> <laughs> and they've got the Sandman there. Welcome to Anthrax Mystery Theater, a drama in four acts. Courteous, uh, courteous, uh, respiratory. Tom Brokaw and you. Oh hell, it's aerosolized. Back at the uh, back out fast and don't breathe (laughs) and then they've got that and then you get Constantine I love the way they write Constantine he's like bloody third world types do this sodding night every sodding night I have to sick a bleeding demon on one of the other of them just to get some sodden bleeding sleep (laughs) I liked um, Ipra and and Dr. Phil yeah (laughs) Dr. Phil or something yeah so they've got and and Oprah I love it it's basically how they the way they kill um, they kill Oprah when she's possessed is by just smoking a cigarette <laughs> How do you explain that? <laughs> they've got because they've got like Ipra, who was their version of Oprah, is possessed by the the angel devil creature, and she she speaks to everyone you know in the world and commands and them, a- gives them affirmations, Affir- gives them affirmations, 
and starts throwing when when they're battling her, she's throwing books from her book club. <laughs> How appropriate is this book to do then? Is one of our final pictures yeah. volume, given, given that we call this volume Oprah's Book Club for Nerds, you know? Um, but it's like she's got that. And then you're right. I don't know how to explain it either, yeah. but the saint of therapists turns like the, up like the cigar. The, the, the biggest weakness that Ibrah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was like the two biggest things you can do is be, you know, uh, obnoxious and negative and, and smoke and in public. And smoke cigarettes, yeah, and, 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 and Howard's yeah, like, yeah. I never thought I'd get a chance to do both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. the, the, the cigar, like, the cigar that he's smoking fires like a laser beam. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're saying, don't smoke it, Howard, don't smoke it. And he goes, yeah, just the, one puff. And then he dies instantly. <laughs> <laughs> It just vaporizes. Oh man! Every cigarette's doing you damage. <laughs> and I'll then, of course, from there you you meet God. Of and course. my God. <laughs> that, well, go back, Rich, in one page. Sorry, that had the name. Oh, of um, yeah, it was uh, House of Blunders of Mystery or something. Uh, oh, the the actual name of the was issue yeah. was called um, the Boarding House of Mystery. Yeah. So, but I can't remember what the actual house was called in there. Um, that's bothering me. That's in issue two. Yeah. Oh, issue two or three? Issue three. Oh, issue four. No, it's way later. Um, the covers of this thing are beautiful. They're all Glenn Fabry covers. Can, I I, think, can we actually just talk yeah. about the artwork in yeah, look, general? Uh, the artwork is gorgeous. Phil Winslade does the majority of this art, but there's some of it. Uh, Glenn Fabry. Glenn oh, Fabry man. does some of the art as well. He was in the there, preacher so. cover artist. Yeah, Glenn Fabry. He drew an issue as well. Yeah, I think it's issue three, uh, which is probably the most preacherish issue of them. <laughs> Uh, Glenn Fabry, they get to do that, which is amazing. Yeah, that's the Glenn Fabry. That's just an amazing. It's a completely stylistic change. Um, but uh, the artist is Phil Winslade. Phil Winslade does the majority yeah. of the art in here, and he is amazing. I was actually saying to you before, I really like the design of uh, Howard the Mouse, and I was oh, almost yeah. disappointed when the duck comes <laughs> back eventually. You know? I'm wondering if the whole Howard the Mouse thing was actually an, Illegal? Answer, an answer to Disney. Because remember, he got sued. Mm. Marvel got sued when Howard the Duck first came out. So we're talking about back in the, the, the 70s. Yeah, the whole reason Howard wears pants yes. is because- And they had to yeah. mess him up a lot because when he first came out, he was a little bit cleaner looking. And so yeah, he yeah, a Because yeah. he was a parody of Donald Duck. And- Disney saw that. Mm. <laughs> and Disney basically sued Marvel. And All said, the irony that Disney now own him. Yeah, you it's know? funny that, isn't it? <laughs> um, and I'm wondering if this was Gerber basically saying, well, screw you. He's a mouse. <laughs> you know, it's like, you're going to sue me over him being a duck? Yeah. Here's him as a mouse. <laughs> That's a really good point. I'd awesome. never thought of that. That is actually yeah, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Because there was also another character, apparently, that... that <laughs> All his humor is exactly like that. That yeah. is... Oh, no, that's brilliant. So tongue-in-cheek. That is actually like. brilliant. Yeah. Well, there you go. We can say, I don't know if we'd go so far as to call this Comics 101, but it is... Oh, a, I would. I'll, yeah, screw I, it I then. Would. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is Comics 101. Damn straight. Damn straight, I would. (laughs) I absolutely, I got to say, I read this book. I read this book a few years ago uh, for the first time, and then to come bring it back as a, as a pick for this show was a joy for me. And if, if we hadn't, it probably would have been a personal pick at the end of the year. In fact, it was your personal pick for the end of the year when my original schedule, and then because we're wrapping That's the show up this right, way, there it's going to be. Um, I just adored this book, and I think if you are at all interested in Howard the Duck, you can just about skip everything else and just read this to give you a taste of what Howard the Duck is. This is... Howard the Duck, not Lucas's film, no. not uh, not uh, 
Release the small waterfowl. No, not that. No, not that one. <laughs> not that. Uh, although I would recommend Chip Zdarsky's book. It's really fun. Yeah, well, really I, yeah, fun. the new book is actually a lot of fun. So, yeah. Shut up, Dave. I want to play trivia. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, because uh, this has become a, uh, a, 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 a massive tradition of the last three episodes. Uh, we're going to enter into a little bit of... Yes. <laughs> oh. oh, there we go. Oh, there oh, it there is. Is. I'm waiting music needed. We waiting music. technical difficulties. <laughs> David's gone burko. Uh, so this is, of course, our Quiz Corner, brought to you proudly by Good Games Hurstville, where we will be doing our live 150th episode show next week. And with any luck, the majority of our other live shows coming up. I am going to read some random things from the Marvel trivia game questions. All of these answers were correct at the time of the printing of the cards. <clears throat> All right, the first question is, and I'll start you off nice and easy. What is the Beast's real name? Uh, Hank, uh, Hank, Hank, Henry, Hank, Henry, Henry, Henry McCoy. Henry McCoy, yes. Uh, I'm going to give that to Dave. Yes, it's Henry Hank oh. McCoy. You know, you got that. Okay, I'm not, there's no score. There's no points here, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> what is the Punisher's secret identity? What? Secret, secret identity? Oh, Frank Castle. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 seems. But that's that's, that's not strange. secret. Yeah. No. <laughs> what is Captain America's middle name? Oh, oh, oh! Actually, I do know this. Um, um, uh, Alan? No. no, I don't know this. Oh crap! I read e? this. Is somewhere. it an E? Is oh it crap! A... I read this somewhere. It's not his middle name. I'm gonna say is John. It an e? I'm gonna say is John. It starts e? with a G. Oh G. Uh, yeah. Greg. It's Grant. Oh Grant! Right, I, okay. I did not oh, know right, that. Okay. And this one seems hard. What assassin was? Pete Wisdom involved with what assassin? Yeah, I'm gonna say Bullseye. I don't know that. I've never heard of this person. That's a guess. Sorry, St. Hubbins. Oh, well, there you go. I've Wasn't never he heard a of character that. in Spinal Tap? <laughs> 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 this is my real skeleton. Um, I'm gonna do another card uh, then. Uh, which of Spidey's enemies has an impenetrable hide and a horn on his head? Rhino. I, I, I'm not even need to look at the back of the card for that <laughs> one. What? Oh, no, that one I read last week. Apocalypse turned Wolverine into which of the four horsemen? Howard the Duck. <laughs> the first <laughs> war. War. Nah. No. Pestilence. Nah. There's only three two left. Uh, famine. Nah. The last one then. <laughs> I don't know what the last one is now. Death. Death. There you go. What is Dark Hawk's real name? I have. Don't even know Dark Hawk. <laughs> Dark Hawk. <laughs> Uh, Crank Castle, Chris no, Powell, no, no, Howard the Duck. Um, who did Peter Parker? <laughs> who did Peter Parker have a crush on in high school? Oh, Gwen, oh, Gwen, Gwen Stacy. Yeah, <laughs> Liz Allen apparently. Oh, no, oh right, Liz okay. Allen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Okay, one more card. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's do them all. Um, it's our last chance, man. Who designed the rocket? Not really. We're doing. We'll come back. Oh, but who's in studio? Who designed the rocket that Ben Grimm piloted into oh, space? Oh, that would be Reed, Reed Richards. Richards. Correct. How did Donald Blake transform into Thor? Smacked his cane in the ground. He would bang his staff <laughs> on the ground. There you go. Uh, who put Miguel O'Hara? Uh, sorry, who got Miguel O'Hara addicted to a drug called Rapture? Oh. Oh. Miguel O'Hara being the Spider-Man 2099. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Tyler Stone. Okay, yeah, yeah him. And finally... That. <laughs> yeah, that's right, him. <laughs> him. Uh, when was the Hellfire Club founded? Oh, 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 uh, oh, 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 oh uh, And what do you mean when? No, like when year. as in the year, the fictional Hell Club... F- uh, it, was, uh, uh, it was early. It was... I, uh, uh, I'm gonna yeah. say I'm gonna say 1800 something. Oh, even yeah. earlier. Oh, really? Oh, really? Is it something 21? No, no. 
It's 1600. 1600. There you go. All right, okay. So that was Quiz Corner, as brought to you by Good Games Hurstville. Quiz Corner. Your place to buy games and things. Can I I just just got to say, I've I've seen live shows from us. I've hidden five keys all over the (laughs) Sydney CBD. (laughs) Can we just point out, though, we didn't actually talk about this during the pick of the week, and I just looked this up because I want to make sure we had our facts right. Um, Steven Gerber. Steve Gerber, the creator yeah. of Howard the Duck, actually died in 2008. Mm-hmm. We should yeah, point that yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, he died in Las Vegas, 2008. I'm just trying to. When was Max written? Uh, 2002. 2002. So he died six years later. I'm just trying to find out what he died of. I can't find an answer here. Hold if on. only we had. I'm looking at. I'm looking at the access to the vast interconnected network. I'm, I'm on computers. that source of all knowledge, Wikipedia. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is making for fascinating radio, it is, it Dave. Is. Have you been? I've been pretty good. Yeah, it's been a pretty good week. Been yeah. alright. No, I, so, uh, <laughs> I can't find it. How do you feel about the, sure uh, the, the panels nice. next week? You know, it's. Uh, I'm sure someone, one of you, is yelling at the audience, uh, yelling he at a Like sorry. he was attacked by ducks. It was ironic. Yes. He, um, he was a loss. And he what, was a what loss. Was it yeah. he died of? We don't know. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess that it was. <laughs> but thankfully, his character lives on and they've been able to do some amazing things with him. And who knows, uh, they might, if you stay to the very end of the credits here, you might hear one of the latest things that they've done with him. Um, next week is, ooh, this, this is getting hard. Next oh, week we should is, also point out very quickly. Oh, yeah. He was posthumously uh, inducted into the Will Eisner Comic Book Hall of Fame in 2010. Oh, Gerber. Awesome. Yeah. Well, there you go. So there you go. Yeah, I mean, it was amazing he stuff. It was amazing. And, guy. Yeah, I'll stop reading Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> you can go look it up. It's uh, wikipedia.org if you're looking for look it. Up slash. Steve Gerber. Look up Steve Gerber. <laughs> slash, yeah. Um, next week is issue 150, which will be the final episode for volume one of Behind the Panels. Not um, an end. Not yeah. an end. because we're, we're still- doing a before, after, during Entourage, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're doing before, during, and after Watchmen. So we'll mostly be talking about the before Watchmen stuff. But we'll also be talking about the film but if you think that we'll be talking about either of those things for too long next week you are probably going to be gravely mistaken yeah. it, I think and it's if no one be... shows up we're just going to watch Watchmen <laughs> <laughs> the extended cut with all yeah, I'm going to watch that again before the, the show the but, ultimate uh, cut the ultimate cut I'm going to watch that before the show next week I'm going to watch all cuts all, all, all and then one in reverse and then one with the sound and off. sucker punch for no yeah. good reason <laughs> I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna do a fan edit of cutting sucker punch into Ultimate Watchmen to see how that makes any sense in there uh, so that more sense than sucker punch okay, so for those put, of you, um, put Rorschach's journals over Every one of those fantasies. <laughs> if you are listening to the sound of my voice before uh, the 1st of August 2015, uh, you can come and see us on that date at 3 p.m. at Good Games Hurstville. All the details are on behindthepanels.net. Hope to see some of you there. I know a few of um, our longtime listeners uh, and no time callers. And apparently, there will be cake. And there will be cake. It'll be, it'll be a nicely designed cake. Mm. Don't you worry. I hope I can there make will. it. <laughs> me too. Me too. I know, next week's a bit dicey for me. I, I just. I, I wish you guys. Had, I wish oh. you guys had told me in advance. <laughs> uh, if you want to send us any messages for, to read out on the final show or any voice messages, and that we, we can actually play. have some voicemails. We still <laughs> we'll, we'll play them. We'll save them for no, the show. We'll two. <laughs> the first episode back of volume two will just be all voice. We'll just stockpile them all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey guys, just just calling in. I really want to talk about last week's episode. Wait. <laughs> 
<laughs> so if you want to write to us, it's feedback at behindthepanels.net. If you want to leave us a voicemail message, um, for some reason I don't have the, 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 the details on this page. You it's can hit, on the Geek Actually it's on the page. It's on the contact page on the Geek Actually homepage. But you can hit us up on Skype at uh, Geek Actually, all one word. Um, and there's a Sydney number there as well, which I haven't written down because I'm useless. It's got a two um, in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. you can, but of course, you can still reach us at Facebook, uh, our fan page there, uh, on Twitter at Behind the Panels. Um, you can find uh, everything else we do at BehindThePanels.net, including all the links to all our individual things that we do or don't do because we're all pretty slack with shit at the moment. Um, and you can, you, you can buy merchandise at the regular places by clicking a button on a thing and buying a T-shirt. So all of you who are coming, go and buy. If I don't think they'll turn up in they time. Up in time. But just hopefully some of you will turn up in behind the panels. One of my favorite things was at, at the live show we did in Sydney last year was seeing a couple of people wearing our T-shirts. <laughs> my face on somebody else's chest is just the weirdest thing in the world. Um, uh, of course, you can listen to our other fine podcasts at geekactually.com. 02-8011-4167. That's not one of our podcasts. No, no, but that's my number. <laughs> <laughs> What's that number again? 02-8011-4167. Thank you, David. Uh, you can check out Geek Actually Show, Podcast Pillow Fort, Nerd Corner, all of which will be continuing during the this, this special hiatus period of Behind the Panels. Uh, but until next week, uh, this is the last time I'm saying this in oh, studio for a do while. It this time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Until next week. Uh, oh, God, I've forgotten already. I'm um, Richard, this is the last time. Richard Gray. I'm David McVeigh. This is the last time I get to make a joke. What do I do? We end the show. I'm vanishing. <laughs> I'm disappearing. Where am I going? <laughs> and this has been Behind the Panels. Behind the Panels is a production of geekactually.com. What do you let it lick you like that for? Gross. Yeah, your burn's going down. Yeah.